Welcome back to our golden 20s. My name is Tegan and I'm joined by Sadie. Hi. (laughs) (laughs) And this week we reached out to our listeners on Instagram and asked what parts of their lives they were looking to level up. Mm -hmm. And so that's kind of what we're going to be discussing today, um, giving some advice for our listeners. But before we jump into that, we thought we would kind of reflect on our goals because now we're into July, a new month. Yeah. So Sadie, do you want to get us started with talking about your goals a little bit? For sure. So I absolutely love the idea of leveling up. And if you guys listened way back to our first episode, which feels like a <laughs> lifetime ago, um, mm-hmm. Tegan and I shared like our goals for the year. And I always like to theme my years. And my theme for this year is to level up my life like in so many different ways and like all aspects of my life. So this episode is really resonating for me. And I'm so excited to see what our listeners are looking to level up. But for me, I think I've also shared in past episodes that this year's been a little rough for me. Um, just like mm. I'm very much a goal setter type person, very like ambitious, you know, like I feel like I'm always upbeat and just like chasing my goals and striving to live my best life. But so far, 2021 was just challenging me like to the max. And I did not feel like I was achieving any of my goals until like May, maybe I started on some. Um, I was just feeling obviously down in the dumps with like lockdowns that were never ending and whatever else. So I think a lot of us can relate and I won't drag that out too much because like I said, definitely talked about it in past episodes. But for July, I'm feeling extremely energetic and I'm feeling extremely positive. And I feel like I've said this, you know, every time there's like reopening and whatever else. I'm like, I'm feeling so great. And then the next few weeks, I'm like, I'm feeling down in the dumps again. But that is just living life in a pandemic. So mm-hmm. this time, though, I am feeling extremely hopeful. I actually get my second dose of the vaccine tonight. Um, and then when this episode airs, I will be in Montreal to see my sister. So it's just things are looking up. And July, mm-hmm. I'm just focused on I guess, reconnecting with myself and reconnecting with my yearly goals of leveling up. So for the month, like I don't really have too many monthly goals, to be honest with you. Um, Mm -hmm. I obviously am going to Montreal and I want to make the most of that, Um, see my family quite a bit because actually I didn't see my family, even my parents much through June. So just really want to live in the moment and enjoy life again embrace this like positivity I'm feeling and also just working in as much self-care as I possibly can. I feel like I've been really hard on myself the last few months. So it's like, let's just enjoy life and be kind to myself. Mm -hmm. And that is what I'm focused on. Not very, I guess. I guess it's like a mindset level up that I'm working on right now. Not really like, yeah, tangible things. But yeah. What about you, Tig? I feel like I'm kind of at a similar place where I feel like this year has been pretty turbulent. So it's hard to kind of like work consistently for goals. If you know, your day to day life is changing a lot, I find. So now I'm hoping things can maybe become a little more, I don't know what the word is like normal day to day. I'm not having to switch things up. And so I'm looking to kind of get back to my goals and prioritize thriving, not just surviving. 
because if things are changing a lot, like sometimes you're like, listen, I just got to focus on getting through the day to day and I can't, you know, work on other stuff. So it's like trying to get back into a routine, coming up with what goals I actually want to prioritize Mm -hmm. and then trying to like carve out the time to do it. Yeah. I love that so much. I think the whole like been in survival mode and it's like, okay, Mm -hmm. let's not just survive. Let's thrive. Like I think, yeah, that definitely sums up how I'm feeling as well. And I think too, Mm -hmm. right now is a great time to, like you said, like reflect back on your yearly goals, see if they're still what you want or if things have changed Mm -hmm. and maybe you want to set new goals. July is like the second half of 2021. Like half the year is already done, guys. It is time to like maybe take a mid-year reflection and journal out some thoughts, you know, like reflect on those past six months and try to like I don't know, set yourself up or manifest what you want for the next six months. So I think that is Mm -hmm. a great, great idea. Yeah. And I feel like a lot of the like questions our listeners posed were kind of, what's the word? Like they were like simplistic goals where sometimes Mm -hmm. if you've just been going through like survival mode, it's like, I don't even know how to wrap my head around, you know, eating better, even though on paper, it seems like a simple thing to do, you know? Yeah. And so I, th- I think this is like a well-timed episode because sometimes you just need like a little inspiration to get yourself back into like the goal setting and the prioritizing yourself yeah, totally. um, mindset. Yeah. Little reminders, little, you know, what was the word I was looking for? Like recentering. I always like to use that word. Yeah. Just like recenter with yourself. And yeah. Like Tegan said, we're here supporting and cheering you guys on. We hope to do Mm -hmm. more episodes like this. So definitely follow us on Instagram so you can be part of the conversation. We love giving advice to each other, to you guys, (laughs) and also hearing what you guys have to say via DM. Mm -hmm. Um, So it's definitely a fun place to be. So check us out on Instagram if you're not already following us. Mm -hmm, Definitely. I think especially as, you know, more and more people start to listen, I think like the entire concept behind the podcast was we wanted to kind of create a community, right? So I think it's just going to be more and more of talking to you guys, you guys asking us questions in the future. Yeah, I love that. Yeah. Awesome. Well, shall we jump into what these questions were that our uh, listeners asked us via Instagram? For sure. So I think one that came up a lot, more than one person mentioned that they wanted to level up their like eating better, eating healthier, meal planning, Mm -hmm. stuff like that. And this is something that I am not good at because I'm not like a foodie. Yeah. So it's like if it's up to me, pasta every day, which like is not the (laughs) foodie lifestyle I want to live as an adult. But And I, I feel like it seems simple eating yeah. better. Like it seems like you know how to do it, but then you kind of can get stalled, especially if you're like looking at doing a grocery order or something and you're like, I don't even know where to start. Um, yeah, for sure. Yeah. So so what do you, some of uh, your advice, Sadie, for yeah. eating so better and meal So I planning? feel like I'm the opposite where this is the one thing I'm consistently good at in my day to day. Mm-hmm. And I don't think this surprises anybody since we know I'm a planner. We know I love stationery. So I actually have like a meal planning notepad and I write out my mm-hmm. meals every single week. 
And I will definitely get to this meal planner that I use, like how it's structured and how you can make your own, or I'll even share what it's called so you can like order the exact one. But mm-hmm. for me, I meal plan on a weekly basis and I do groceries on a weekly basis. So every weekend, typically on Sundays, but sometimes Saturdays, I sit down, drink my morning coffee, and I open (laughs) Pinterest and have my meal planner right beside me. And I think Pinterest, like you were saying, Tag, if you don't know where to start because you don't you know, have recipes that like your mom would make all the time now that you make all the time, you know, like if you're just Mm -hmm. looking or starting from scratch, Pinterest is definitely the ideal place to start. And for Mm -hmm. me, I feel like people think, I'm like a really great cook just because I cook like for myself most of the time. But to be honest with you guys, I'm like, it has to have less than five ingredients. It has to take (laughs) me 20 minutes or less. Like I'm Mm -hmm. all about quick and easy. And I think that's really key if you're not somebody who like regular – regularly makes their own food is like don't expect like to just overnight wake up and be like I'm gonna make like this incredible roast beef or roast beef I said roast beast as if I'm in the Grinch (laughs) like the Grinch yeah (laughs) yeah roast beef and like all this like really fancy stuff like go on Pinterest search quick dinner ideas easy dinner ideas simple Mm -hmm. like meal ideas anything like that and then like click through to the blog that the recipe is from and just like take a quick look at, you know, what ingredients are required and how long is this actually going to take me? Like, do I have to do Mm -hmm. something and have it chill for like three hours? Like if I do, I'm probably not going to actually do that, you know? So Mm -hmm. find realistic or realistic meal ideas, save them to a food board on Pinterest. And then when you sit down weekly, or at least when I sit down weekly, I just open up my food board of all those ideas that I've saved and I just scroll through there and I find a handful of dinner ideas and Mm -hmm. even sometimes like breakfast or lunch ideas and then I'll write it down on my meal planner. Mm, I love that. I feel like also getting a really simplistic cookbook Mm -hmm. is something that I found helped me. Like I got uh, Chrissy Teigen's book, which is basically just basics. Like it's like mac and cheese, how to cook chicken, you know, that kind of stuff. And I feel like if you're like a tactile person who likes to hold things in their hands, it's another easy way like Pinterest to kind of, you know, flip through, see the pictures, see, you know, if it's easy enough to do. Totally. I think, yeah, cookbooks are like the OG Pinterest. So I love that idea. Also, (laughs) cookbooks are like a really great gift. Like I feel like anybody in their 20s, like give them an easy cookbook. Like they will definitely Mm -hmm. benefit from it. Or going back to like our self-love episode and like gifting yourself, like go to Winners, find a cookbook, like, yeah, and sit down with that to plan your meals. I love that. Mm -hmm. And I think over time, like I said, I'm like pretty consistent with planning my meals. So if I'm ever like, oh, I don't know what to eat. Like since I've been doing this for a while now, I have a few things just like in my back pocket that are like meals I consistently Mm -hmm. go to. So some weeks like I don't even need to look at Pinterest because I'm like, I'm just going to eat like spaghetti and chicken wings and whatever else that I, you know, don't need a recipe for anymore. Um, Mm -hmm. I just whip those out and typically that's what I do for like breakfast and lunch as well. Like I just have the same things that I like cycle through week after week kind of thing, but Mm -hmm. you can definitely find ideas for those on Pinterest or in cookbooks as well. 
Mm-hmm. So then going now to the actual meal planner I use. So mine is from Rifle Paper Co., which is no surprise. I own literally all of their stationery. I love them so much. <laughs> but you can get this meal planner at Indigo or Anthro if there's an Anthro close to you. But basically what it is, and if you don't want to like buy this, just like write it on a scrap piece of paper or like in your notebook or something. But basically on mm-hmm. one side of the paper, just write Monday, like every day of the week and then write three bullet points under each day. So you'll have breakfast, lunch and dinner. And then that's kind of how you plan your meals. And then on the other side of the paper will become your grocery list. And When I write my grocery list, I feel this is like key in meal planning, but also key in eating healthier. So plan your grocery list based on the ingredients you need for the meals that you're planning to eat that week. So make sure you have everything so that when it comes time to actually make that meal, you're ready to go. You've set yourself up for success. It makes it, you know actually like achievable to make that meal. And then Mm -hmm. also writing a grocery list like so I'll write the ingredients that I need, but I'll also just like add a few extra things like a bag of popcorn or, you know, just like extras and like snacky things especially. But make sure you're like kind of limiting how many snacks and like how many unhealthy foods you're getting. And then when you go to the grocery store, actually stick to the list you made. And this will like Mm. prevent you from, you know, eating a whole bunch of chips or like eating chips every night. Because if you only buy one bag of chips, like that's all you have accessible to eat that week. So you can, you know, limit how much like junk food you're eating if you limit how much you buy in the first place. So Mm -hmm. definitely think going to the grocery store with a list is so key. Like it feels like mom vibes, but it is so key. (laughs) Setting yourself up for success. Yeah, I feel like it makes it easier too. Like it's, you know, a lot of people talk about how you have to remove the micro decisions in your life because that's what like ends up tiring you out. So it's like if you're going to the grocery store and you don't have to like have any thoughts outside of like check the list, grab the thing, it will make your grocery trips a lot less tiring. Yeah. And even your week, like if you already know what Mm -hmm. you're going to eat for dinner tonight, then you're less likely to be like, oh, I don't have anything to eat. So I'm just going to order in, you know, like removing those micro decisions from the actual like, what am I going to eat too? So that is such Mm -hmm. a good point. I think that's kind of it on like how to meal plan and I think it like really Mm -hmm. goes in well with eating better. But the last thing I also wanted to just like quickly mention, if you are like, okay, I'm already using a meal planner or like I'm already doing fairly well with this, I'm just having a hard time staying committed to it. Mm. Something I think would be a real level up is keeping a food diary. And this isn't Mm -hmm. something I do a lot of, but the past four weeks I've been on a workout program and I've been keeping a food diary and it's actually been really good. You can track, you know, just like what you eat, what days. And if you have a meal planner, like you're already kind of tracking that in a way, but also just like writing down how you felt that day and seeing how the days that I eat, you know, just like fast food, I typically feel really sluggish. And if I document that in my food diary and like can you know, remind myself of that encourages me that on the days where I eat healthier, I have more energy and I feel better, you know, like Mm -hmm. then you kind of are just deciding how do I want to feel? Do I want to feel sluggish or do I want to feel energetic? And then hopefully that can help you stay committed to eating better. Mm -hmm. Definitely. I think that's also a good 
motivator outside of like aesthetics. Like yeah, it's like totally. I want to eat vegetables because it'll give me energy like to get through the last half of my work day. Not yeah. I want to eat vegetables to be skinny yeah. because I feel like that's, you know, not a great motivator in general. Totally. Well, kind of along the lines of living healthier, we also heard people wanting to focus on leveling up their fitness routine. So it was exercising Mm -hmm. more and also how to stay motivated to work out. And we just last week, we sat down with Caitlin and we talked all about Mm -hmm. fitness, especially in the summer and like balancing that with, you know, your social life and your work schedule and all that kind of thing. So definitely go give that a listen. We also have a past episode with another personal trainer, Sarah, and she also gives lots of really great advice in that episode. So if this is like your like key focus right now, go give those a a listen, but we can quickly Mm -hmm. touch on some key takeaways in this episode as well. Yeah. I I feel like you know, an an easy option if you have the financial means is to hire a personal trainer or to sign Mm -hmm. up for a virtual gym because it kind of takes a lot of the pressure of like the planning and coming up with the ideas and keeping yourself accountable. It basically gets shifted to another person. So if you're, you know, really busy and overwhelmed with everything else and you have the financial means, I think that that's a really good option, at least to kind of like, start maybe your fitness journey and then once you have that kind of the basics you can start to do it on your own yeah I think that's so true and like I mentioned like I just actually finished my four-week workout program with hello Sarah today and I Mm -hmm. think that was my favorite part and I said this to her multiple times is like she was the first coach I've ever worked with, but I enjoyed working out and I was staying committed to it because I didn't have to think about what to do that day. Exactly like you said, today. Right. like she had the program planned out for me, the actual like exercises I was going to do, and they aligned with the goals that I had set at the beginning of the program. So it was personalized mm. to me yet took zero brain power from my end. All I had to do was just show up and... I did, you know, so I think that is such a good idea, especially when it comes time to like level up, you know, like if you're already working out like fairly consistently, but you just need that little extra push, like a trainer is definitely, definitely recommended. Just me working with them for the first time. I'm like, I want to do this again (laughs) because it was so good. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Another thing that helped me stay motivated through my program was using a app uh, to track things. So like I said, I was able to track mm-hmm. my food, but I was also able to track like daily exercise outside my workout program. So like getting my steps in and like those sorts right. of things. So I think if it's like, I don't know, and part of your agenda, like I know some like paper agendas have like habit trackers in them now, or mm-hmm. if it's a app or your Apple watch. I know, Teg, you were talking about that. I think that's a really Mm -hmm. great way to stay motivated to healthy habits, especially when it comes to like fitness-based ones. Yeah. Like a lot of, I have an Apple watch and I really, really love it. And I think it's a good way to 
kind of make fitness more a part of your just everyday life yeah. because it's like always on you. And I know like I've had a Fitbit in the past and it and my watch, they remind you to stand every hour, which is great if you work a desk job because sitting's very bad for your body. Mm-hmm. Um, my watch reminds me to drink water and it keeps track of, you know, my steps, my heart rate, my sleep, everything. And I also love it has kind of built in goals that are tailored to you every single month, which I love. And I like that motivates me like nothing else. So like the last month I had to stand for 12 hours a day for 26 days of the month. This month Mm -hmm. I have to exercise uh, 20 minutes a day every day. And so they're like little goals that really, you know, that Mm -hmm. doesn't sound that hard, but, uh, it keeps you on track. And so if you're someone who maybe doesn't know where to start with creating goals, I find that like Fitbits and Apple watches do a good job of helping you come up with like reasonable goals that you can achieve. I think that's awesome. I don't have an Apple watch, but I want one just for this reason. I think you'd like it. Like it's, I, I didn't think that I would use it as much as I do. Yeah. I Yeah. And now I'm like an addict where I have to wear it like all the time because I'm like, I need to yeah. count my steps. And, you know, it's it's good. Like I, you can see when, say, you're losing motivation because all the information's there and track. Like I can see in June, I worked out way less than right. any of the other months. Hmm. And so then it's like, okay, so how do I like adjust? Because clearly it wasn't, you yeah. know, a priority for me. So. Yeah, I love that. I feel yeah. like I might add that to I love my it. birthday and Christmas list this year. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> That's so fun. Yeah. And Tag, you mentioned goals. And I think this is a big thing. Um, mm-hmm. Somebody wrote they want to exercise more. And I think that's like right. an awesome place to start. But I think you need to kind of go a step further and be like, why or like what is the purpose of exercising more and when you define Mm -hmm. you know your reason for exercising more or your reason to working out consistently and why you need to stay motivated it helps you show up for yourself um on a more regular basis you know just working out because you know you're supposed to be working out doesn't get you too far and that's like what I've been doing for Mm -hmm this whole year leading up to my workout program. But when you work with a trainer to kind of bring it full Mm -hmm. circle, you have to set your goals, you know, or they help help you define what your goals are. Mm -hmm. And then it just makes it way easier because it's like, I'm not going for a walk tonight just because, you know, that's what everyone else is doing. It's like, I'm going for a walk tonight because, you know, I want to, when I go for a walk, I find it helps my energy or it Mm -hmm. helps me clear my head or, you know, those sorts of things. So try to match a goal to why you want to exercise or why Mm -hmm. you want to stay committed to fitness. And I think that will go a long way as well. Yeah, definitely. So our next question that a listener asked was how to level up your budgeting, which We have something very exciting happening in August, so definitely make sure you're subscribed so you see when that one comes out, but we can touch on budgeting like super quickly. Something I've said before is to work with your bank, talk to like your advisors at your bank. I've done this in the past, especially now 
they can usually do just like a video call. And so I Mm -hmm. called my bank and was like, what should I be doing with my money? Because I have no idea. And I know that there's a lack of like financial literacy, especially in women. So I was like, listen, Mm -hmm. this is your job. Explain to me what I should be doing. And they're like, yeah, so we'll put this into your RSP. And, you know, that's what they're there for. And that's what the fees of your bank account are going towards. So you might as well be using Mm -hmm. these services. I think that is great advice. And I'm totally with you, Tag. Like, Mm -hmm. I don't know much about, like, how to manage money. Yeah. And it overwhelms me a lot. Mm -hmm. So I also recommend, like, even just reading books. So Mm -hmm. I know this sounds kind of dumb, but there's some books out there that I've actually enjoyed reading. The first one is You Are a Badass at Making Money. So it's, like, Mm. the You Are a Badass self-help book, but all about money. So I loved that book. And also, like, The Wealthy Barber and The Wealthy Mm. Barber. There's a second one. Like, they're actually, like, enjoyable reads, but you're learning information from it. Wealthy Barbers may be a little outdated, but still, you get the Mm -hmm. basics. So educating yourself in a, like, I guess, not daunting way is also a good idea. Mm -hmm. Something that I just did, though... I think like two weekends ago. So I'm not good at budgeting. Um, (laughs) I'll be honest. I've like probably wrote out a budget like a few times and just then tossed it aside because I'm like, I don't know. I'm just always wanting to spend my money basically, which I know (laughs) makes me more in need of a budget. But anyways, I have a hard time sticking to the budget. Mm. So what I did a few weeks ago was just wanted to like get awareness of my money situation. Mm -hmm. And I think this is a good exercise to do every couple months or like twice a year maybe. And it's something that I want to do more consistently is just write out all your monthly income and all of your monthly expenses. Hmm. And for me, I feel when I've done this in the past, I know that sounds like a budget, but for me, it was just like an awareness thing. Right. And it was also like, I literally logged into my bank account and went through my, you know, debits and Hmm. my credit card charges for the past month. And I wrote down how much I actually spent. Mm -hmm. And I like bucketed, you know, like my apartment expenses versus like, just fun expenses like Mm -hmm. clothes and, you know, just like shopping expenses. And then I wrote down how much I actually spent on groceries rather than just like a ballpark what I've typically done in the past when writing out like a budget. Mm -hmm. So that was like eye-opening for me. I also realized that I wasn't saving as much as I thought I was saving. Mm -hmm. So I went through like some of my expenses and I think in the past I mentioned – So I was saving like $50 less than what I wanted to be saving, which really wasn't that like drastic. Mm -hmm. But when I went through my expenses, I realized that this vitamin subscription that I think I've talked about in the past, the Mm -hmm. Cara vitamins, that's a monthly subscription and cost me $50 a month. So I was like, you know what? I'm going to cancel that because $50 a month for vitamins is actually quite a bit when Mm -hmm. you can just like get them at the grocery store, you know? Right. And I'm going to instead invest that money in my savings. And it was Mm. just like little actions like that, you know, where I was like 50 bucks for vitamins is actually a lot, but I didn't even think of it until I sat down to like write it out. And then I felt like I was saving a decent amount of money, but I was like, actually, I'm coming in shy of, you know, my goal of X percent a month. So it was just a good exercise to go through. Mm -hmm. And I think if you're wanting to level up your budgeting – 
doing that exercise, having that awareness. And then from there, you can maybe create a budget or talk to your bank or yeah, take it the next step from there. Yeah, I find even like banking apps nowadays have like a lot of built-in tools. Like I know with my banking app, you can set budgets for certain things, say like your um, food delivery. I can set my budget and say, I only want to spend $200 on food delivery in this month. And if I spend over it, I get a notification that says you've Mm -hmm. spent over your budget for this month, you probably shouldn't get any more food delivered. My bank also has a system where it rounds up any money spent and puts the rounded amount into a separate savings account that I can't spend out of. So the only way to get the money out of that account is to go like on the website and transfer it out. Um, And so, and I feel like a lot of banks have like a lot of different tools that are built to kind of help you save because your bank obviously wants you to have more and more money you know yeah for sure yeah but definitely stay tuned for Mm -hmm. an episode coming in august because we will be talking more money with a guest who actually knows what they're talking about so (laughs) we're very excited for that one (laughs) yeah that'll be a good one yeah, it may or may not be Tegan's bank. No, I'm just kidding. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> You're always like talking about your bank. It's like, let's just yeah, have I'm a such a podcast. nerd. Just... Yeah. <laughs> but then it's funny when I talk to them, they're like, wow, you really have no idea what you're talking about. And I'm like, no, that's why I make you people call me all the time. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's so funny. the next thing uh, listeners wanted to ask about leveling up a little bit was their living situation which I really, really love mm-hmm. this suggestion. This is something we had an episode on way back in the day. Yeah. But I feel like this is something that comes up in your 20s when you're leaving your childhood bedroom or you're going to mm-hmm. a dorm room or leaving the dorm room. How do you make your living situation a little more elevated, a little more grown up? Mm-hmm. And so the first thing I suggest is making an only framed art rule which I feel like is a big difference between like a dorm into like an adult apartment. So no tape, no tacks in the wall. If you want to hang a poster, get a frame. Yeah. It's so simple too. Like, especially now, um, like Ikea has such cheap frames and stuff like that. Or if you look for vintage frames, they're insanely cheap and it Mm. makes everything look like purposeful, I think. Totally. Yeah. Yeah. That's so funny that you say that because I've never even really thought of it that way. But my Mm -hmm. dorm room, I definitely had like posters of like, you know, my favorite bands, whatever. And they were just like tacked on the wall. Mm -hmm. But in my apartment now, I don't think I have any posters like that. Like everything's in a frame or in some sort of like holder. So that is so funny. Yeah, Yeah. That is definitely a good... Even, like, we have a a movie poster because, like, we're big film buffs. And it's, like, typically I feel like movie posters are, like, they seem like a college dorm thing. But we bought, like, a nice frame that matches all the other frames and, like, hung it properly. So it it looks purposeful and adult. Not like we picked a random poster, like, up at the mall and then stuck it to the wall with tape. Yeah. And I know you said Ikea is good for frames and vintage Mm -hmm. frames like thrift shopping, but also if you're wanting to do like a gallery wall or want like a lot of frames, Mm -hmm. then I know Walmart and Winners always have like 
the bundles, you know, oh, where yeah. it's like a gallery wall set. So mm-hmm. you get like, I don't know, five frames in it for like 50 bucks or something. Right. So definitely recommend checking that out as well. Yeah. Good old Walmart. I'm in clutch for things like that. <laughs> um, another thing I think that can elevate a space is plants, especially like if you get little yeah. cheap cactuses, it you know, is another thing that's purposeful. It looks like you're actually taking care of things. They clean your air, which is a bonus. So yeah, I think that's the ultimate level up is like you caring for your plants. Like, (laughs) like that makes your space look nice, but it also just like gives you some purpose, gives you some pride Mm -hmm. as long as you can actually take care of them. (laughs) Yeah. I love that. Yeah. Such good one. Another thing is making your bed every morning. This I also feel like is kind of like the moving from the college dorm into an apartment, especially working from home. Like you're in your home all the time. So it's nice. It takes like two minutes. Get it done. Totally. I need to be better at this. And like I've been noticing. So just how like my office is set up, you can see slightly through my bedroom door behind me, like Mm. outside my office since they're right across the hall from each other. And the days I don't make my bed, I'm like, oh, God, like. And I don't make my bed that often, to be honest Mm. with you guys. (laughs) But I'm like, any days I'm on camera at like work meetings, I'm like, oh God, they can see like I didn't make my bed. So I'll like rush to like quickly make it before I go on like my video call or something. So definitely recommend that, especially the whole working from home. Mm -hmm. And there's just some element of like crawling into a made bed at the end of the day. Mm -hmm. Ooh, Like it gives me like hotel vibes. I don't know why, but makes me feel so good. Definitely. Yeah. Awesome. And then I think the last piece on leveling up your living situation is you don't need to like necessarily buy new things. And I do think though, like if you have money to and you want to like, like Tegan said, get rid of like your childhood bed and like Mm. your dorm room, I don't know, couch or whatever it is. Yeah. Then, you know, in your 20s is definitely a good time to like get some of that like more grown-up furniture or like Mm -hmm. get things that are your style versus just like hand-me-down stuff if you Mm -hmm. have like the financial means to do so. But I think you can totally like level up and refresh your space without buying stuff. And it's just as simple as like moving around your furniture or Mm -hmm. um, switching up your decor seasonally. So maybe, you know, you have a couch, but you just switch the throw pillows for summer versus Mm -hmm. fall versus, you know, Christmas or something. So Playing with just like the small details in your house, changing those up. I think seasonally is like what my mom does. So that's just what comes to mind for me. Mm -hmm. (laughs) But I think just like those small fixes will make you feel like you're in a whole new space without really much money or effort like needed. Mm -hmm, Definitely. I love the idea of like seasonally, like I don't have a lot of decor necessarily, Mm -hmm. but say like switching out the candle that I have in my living room, the tea towels and like the seasonal flowers to be, you know, for whatever season it is, those like minor things can really transform your whole house and like the whole vibe. I think. Yeah. The tea towels is a big one for me. Oh yeah. Like I literally have (laughs) seasonal tea towels. I love that so much. Yeah. Yeah. And candles is another good one. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Candles are so specific. Like, you know, which season every candle is supposed to be in. And it's something like relatively inexpensive if you buy them somewhere like Winners or Bath and Body Works. And, you know, you buy one candle and it lasts you all of Mm -hmm. autumn 
it just makes you feel like, yep, I'm living my best autumn life and nothing is better than when you clean your entire house and then light a candle. Like you feel so so grown up. (laughs) Yeah. Oh my gosh. Speaking of Bath and Body Works, you totally reminded me that I used to buy like all my hand soaps there, which I feel everybody goes through that phase. But I used to also like get seasonal hand soaps. So Mm -hmm. I'd be like, you know, a hand soap at my bathroom and then one at my kitchen. So it'd be like my seasonal tea towels and my seasonal hand soap. (laughs) Yeah. Yes, I'm like slightly like crazy, but at the same time, it was just so (laughs) satisfying. And I was like, oh, yes, this is the best. I loved it so much. Now I have just like, you know, regular hand soap that I just use all the time, but Mm. I might Thinking back on this seasonal hand soap, I might bring that back because it brought me so much joy. <laughs> yeah, I do it only like for some reason, like Christmas, like I have Christmas hand soaps Ooh, and then the rest yeah. of the year they're like generic hand soaps, but yeah, yeah, it's so good. Oh, so good. I'm getting really excited for fall and Christmas right now. I don't know why. Me too. I feel like it's maybe just because that's when I like go hard with like the decorations mm-hmm. or not decorations, but just like seasonal decor. But yeah. Oh man, I just got this cozy feeling inside my whole body and I'm just <laughs> yeah. just so happy. I love autumn. <laughs> I feel like once we get to autumn, our episodes are going to be like absolutely unhinged because it's just like... Yeah, so true. So fun. Also on the seasonal decor, not necessarily fall and whatnot, but mm-hmm. Michael's has such good seasonal decor. Mm. And honestly, Michael's is expensive, but they go on sale so much, like right. 40% off, like all the time. So if you're looking for like actual seasonal decor if it's like I don't know flowery stuff for summer and then like more fall foliage for fall and yeah Christmassy stuff for winter I definitely recommend going to uh Michael's for that mm-hmm. I love that yeah anyways we can move on <laughs> I'm done getting we're all gonna have to do uh, I think another decor. episode yeah about like making your house nice because I feel like both of us that that's something that we could just talk about forever yeah, totally. Yeah, so the very last thing um, we wanted to talk about that a listener asked for advice on how to level it up was their relationship. And their thought process was mm-hmm. because your relationship never stops growing. You should always be working on it, which I love that yeah. mindset. Totally. Yeah, so the first thing I kind of thought of as far as leveling up your relationship is purposefully putting your phone down and being present because I feel like the longer you're in a relationship, the easier it is to just kind of like go through the motions of it. Look, you know, at your phone, sit side by side and both just like scroll through Instagram, you know, Mm -hmm. when if you're with someone that obviously you love a lot and they love you, you should be present there and, you know, connecting with them. And that I think is maybe like a good reminder every once in a while and be like, Oh yeah. I should be present right now. Yeah. I remember listening to a podcast and the, I don't remember what podcast it was, but the host was saying that she's very intentional. Her and her partner both charge their phones in the kitchen. Mm -hmm. So every night they, you know, leave their phones in the kitchen, then they go and just like unwind in bed kind of thing. So it's like, you know, maybe they're reading together, maybe, you know, whatever they just chat about their day but it is like very intentional every night to end every day they set their phones aside and spend time just the two of them and I thought that was such a great idea 
Yeah, I love that. I think another good way to level up your relationship is to purposefully create rituals that you can do together. And so I don't know, Mm -hmm. now I'm just thinking about Christmas because we talked about it, but (laughs) I'm thinking like if you, you know, go and pick out your Christmas tree together on the 1st of December, then that becomes your thing as like, Mm -hmm. you know, and it's the same for, you know, anything. If the first day of summer you want to do a picnic or if on the 15th of the month you want to do a date night where you go to the movies or, you know, creating moments that you then almost don't have to think about or plan because it's just a part of your life. Totally. I love that so much. I think that's a really big one. Yeah, definitely. Somewhat similar to that, but the one thing that came to mind for me is just doing something to like shake up your everyday kind of thing. And Mm -hmm. I think I'm somebody who loves to travel and why I love to travel so much is because it always teaches me something about myself. Mm -hmm. And I feel like you can apply that same sort of mentality to your relationship. Mm -hmm. So my advice for leveling up your relationship is to take a day trip or a weekend trip somewhere, somewhere new maybe that you guys haven't been before or haven't been before as a couple and do like and do something you haven't done before as well. So it could be like renting a cottage and then like maybe it's renting kayaks or, you know, whatever Mm -hmm. it is. But I feel this, if you're doing something new or doing something outside of your regular routine, teaches you something about yourself, also about your partner. Mm -hmm. And then, you know, you just have like this bonding experience outside of just like watching a movie together or going for dinner because that's Mm -hmm. what we do every date night, you know, just doing something new. Yeah, it's another like shared experience. Yeah, exactly. I actually saw, maybe I'll look for it again. I don't remember what the company is called. Dang it. This just came to mind right now or else I would (laughs) have like researched it. But there's this company that does kind of like date adventure books, I guess you could call them. Oh, yeah, I've seen that. And you, yeah, do you, I don't know how to even explain it right now, but it's like, It'll give you ideas and then you can like basically write down what you actually did on this date and then it's Mm -hmm. just like kind of turns into a scrapbook of all these date night ideas. But it can also be like a mystery so it could like give you clues as to what Mm -hmm. you should do and then you follow the clues and then by the end of it like you've had a date day or something like that. So I don't remember what it's called but I'll look into it and see if I can link it for you guys on our Instagram. Yeah, I know in Toronto, there recently was launched a date night box, and it comes once a month. It was during COVID, so they were all things that you would do at home. I know one was like a painting night, so they'd give you like... Very cute. Yeah, the stuff to paint on a canvas, and then it was like stuff to paint, like body paint, and then ingredients Mm. to create drinks at home. One, they did, wow. like, temporary tattoos by Inkbox, you know, the ones that stay two weeks. Yeah. So they it would have, like, a video instruction on how to do it. And then you would, like, tattoo your partner with, like, a temporary tattoo. So That's so I, fun. There's, like, so much stuff out there, I feel like, right now um, that make it easy to kind of switch it up and do something different. Yeah, totally. I love that. Awesome. Well, Amazing. I think that those were all of the things that people wanted to hear us talk about leveling up. Yeah. Yeah. I hope this was helpful. And Mm -hmm. I feel like just all of this is like 
we're all, you know, work like working on ourselves, trying to mm-hmm. live our best lives. And it's okay, you know, if you go through phases of not being motivated or mm-hmm. just kind of in survival mode, like Tegan and I shared with you guys, like that's been us the past few months. So, mm-hmm. you know, hopefully this inspires you guys and you feel supported and that you have, you know, two cheerleaders right here cheering you on. Mm-hmm. But if you're like, you know, not feeling it right now, like care for yourself, try to find little ways to show up for yourself. These are some ideas, but we're all just doing our best and that's all we can do. Yeah, exactly. We're all just like making it up as we go along too. Like 1000%. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) That's like such a good reminder. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I think like we'll probably do one of these in the future too. Where, you know, we'll ask you, so make sure you're following us on Instagram, but we'll ask, you know, what questions you want us to answer, what things you want to level up, that kind of thing. But Mm -hmm. yeah. Yeah, I want to do like a Dear Tegan and Sadie like Mm. segment, like where people can literally write like specific situations, like probably outside the character limit of the question box on Instagram (laughs) stories. But like, you know, I'm dealing with this problem at work. Mm. I'm having this like relationship problem or Mm -hmm. I want this dating advice like I want to get to a point where we can like openly chat about things like that with our listeners so Mm -hmm. feel this is a step in the right direction yeah I think so too well if you like this episode and you like what we're doing make sure you're following us and you're subscribed to us because we put out a new episode every single Tuesday so if you're subscribed Mm -hmm. you won't miss it can also follow us on social media at our golden 20s we're on instagram facebook tiktok pinterest spotify we also have a patreon page where you can support the podcast and we put out the episodes there early we're probably going to do some uh, additional content there and like i said it's the best way to show your support for the podcast totally so Sorry, Tag. Just while you're talking, I reminded myself that we have a meal planner on the Patreon Mm -hmm. and we also have like meal ideas on Pinterest. So definitely check us out there. We have like some tools to help you guys in leveling up your life. So Mm -hmm. check it out. Yeah, 100%. So thank you so much for tuning in every week and for listening to us. We will see you later. We will see you next Tuesday. (laughs) 